Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. To, to the topic, the first thing that I started to think, you know, is especially when Pastor Jeff came up and shared his story, which was so powerful, is 
you know, we have a choice each and every day. We have a choice to live in faith or fear. It is a choice. We can live in faith or fear. It doesn't matter. I mean, listen, read the book by Viktor Frankl. Uh, uh, read the book by, by, by so many different people that have been in incredible situations, yet they've been able to come through because they have faith over fear. They chose to live in faith over fear. And both fear and faith demand that you believe in something that you cannot see. They both demand you believe in something you cannot see. Is that not right? So choose faith over fear. Otherwise, fear wins. And then your life will certainly, you'll experience life in a whole different way. Think about it. Two, two people experiencing the same life, but can have a completely, vastly different view of what happened. One becomes vict a victim and it's, everything is wrong, and the other one becomes stronger because of it. There's a choice. Often we hear the story, the story of you know the two the twin brothers that grew up with uh, with a father who lived a life of crime in and out of prison their whole lives. You know, and they caught up with these twins at some point. One became a criminal and was in and out of prison, and the other one became an attorney and even became a prosecutor. So someone did 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 a an interview with them. You know, some years ago, this is a real story, by the way. And they went to the one, in, the brother in prison, and he says, "Hey, tell me about your story. What, what, what got you here? What, what put you in prison?" And he says, "Well, how else was I supposed to turn out? My father was was an alcoholic. He was a drug addict, and he was a criminal in that prison all the time. How else was I supposed to turn out?" And then they interviewed the other brother, the twin brother that grew up in the same exact circumstances, the same exact difficulties. And asked him the same question. He turns around and says, and they ask, how, how, you know, with the life that you led, how did you, how, how did you wind up here? And you're a prosecutor. And you're, he said, and this, the answer that came back was, well, look at my father. Look at the life that I lived. What else was I going to do? How else was I going to turn out? So one decided to choose fear and the other one decided to choose faith, right? It really is all perspective. So that's what I wanted to add to, 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 to really conclude that little bit uh, this morning um, and, and just say thank you to everybody for being here. By the way, my name is Tony Rodriguez, if, you, if, you've, uh, if you've not checked that out. And today I'm actually wearing the shirt. You know, people recognize this picture that I, that I put up. And it's usually not the whole picture. It's just my face. Today, I'm actually, it's actually the whole picture. That picture is actually of me, you know, wearing my trainer shirt. I am a trainer with Tony Robbins. Uh, and I rarely do I really bring that up. Obviously, it's in my profile. I bring that up this morning because we are in the throes of Date with Destiny. Uh, it's an event that started uh, in earnest on Saturday. Of course, it started uh, a couple of days earlier with um, with the leadership track and, you know, a couple of days of, of training prior to that. So I'm in the throes of that. And, of course, it'll end the last night at 1.45 or this morning at 1.45 a.m., uh, and so because I, you know, I'm in the middle of it, so to speak, I actually put the picture, the whole picture up with wearing my trader shirt. So, and I, and I bring that up because I want to talk about something that uh, we were just speaking until, I guess, I don't know, 145 last night, right? Um, and it has, it has, you know, so many things fit 
right? Every time we speak, you know, uh, when I when I'm in here, oftentimes I have an idea of what I'm going to say on this slot at six thirty, and I hear Glenn, or I hear Scott, or I hear Brian, or I hear Sarah, or anyone else who goes before me, you know, and the whole thing gets kind of thrown out. That whole idea, and I talk about something completely different. Uh, so that's why today, we, you know, we, we, but oftentimes it actually does go hand in hand with what I was saying anyway. And that's what's happening today. You know, we're talking about a, a leap of faith or a leap of action. Um, or I would say that there's also a leap of fear, whether of course that leap of action, if there's no action in that leap, that is fear. You know, you, you're choosing, uh, uh, faith over fear if you don't take that leap. Uh, and oftentimes we experience this faith over fear, or we experience this fear because of the questions that we ask. You know, so often we've we've heard, and certainly I've spoken about it all the time, how much power words actually wield. Because words have the power to build, to create, to knock down, to destroy. Words have the power to influence or to uh to, and, and to strengthen or to to weaken and to hurt. Words have the power to heal. Words are so powerful because they create the world you live in. The words you use become the house you live in. So if you're speaking words of faith and power and strength and courage and hope and determination and discipline and strength, then you're going to experience more of that. Yet, if you choose to, to, to use words of weakness and anger and fear and hate, guess what? You're going to experience more of that because focus goes where energy flows. Focus goes where energy flows. So if you focus on the difficult, painful, then you're going to see more of that. Again, your RAS, your reticular activating system is activated, and you look for the things that you're thinking about. Something that Tony said yesterday, I actually quoted it and, and made a post on it, uh, is this. What you focus on, and I don't know that I ever heard it said this way, certainly not by him uh, and perhaps by someone else, but I don't know. I don't think I'd heard it before. But he says, what you focus on is what you feed. What you focus on is indeed what you feed. And what you feed is what grows. So are you feeding your faith? Or are you feeding your fears? Almost like that story of the white wolf and the black wolf. You know, the 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 the, the, the Indian chief is sitting there with his grandson on on his on his knee, telling him, "There's always in life inside inside all of us lies a black wolf and a white wolf. White wolf being the good wolf, the dark wolf being the bad wolf." And there's an eternal, there's a, a fight that goes on. There's an eternal fight that's always happening. It's always raging inside of us, the good and bad, the light and the dark. And the little boy turns to his grandfather and says, Grandfather, which wolf wins? The one you feed was the answer. So it's the one you feed, whether you're feeding your faith or whether you're feeding your fear. And we feed that by the words that we use, by the questions that we ask because the quality of your life depend heavily on the quality of your questions. You ask a quality question, you're going to get a quality answer. You ask a crappy question, you're going to get a crappy answer. 
so what questions do you ask yourself on a regular basis? And now if we think about this, we can say, you know, as an example, why am I so fat? Because you eat like a pig. And that's a direct line that Tony uses all the time. Because you eat like a pig. Those are the answers that are going to come if we ask, ask a bad question. That's not a good question to ask. Because, you know, remember that you're your own best friend or your own worst enemy. So how you ask your question, if you're not, if you've, if you've not practiced, if you're not used to, you know, really managing your words. And even if you are, oftentimes the words we use on ourselves are a lot heavier and harder than the words we use on anyone else. So if you ask yourself a, a, a question like that, why am I so fat? You're, you're, you're subconscious. Your brain is going to give you an answer, and it's probably not going to be a very good one. Now, if you ask a better question, as an example, how can I be healthier or how can I what can I do to be healthier, to be more fit? Then you're going to come up with a different answer. Well, you know what? Perhaps we need to switch to water instead of Diet Coke in the morning. And yes, some people do that, right? So you can come up with better answers. Drink water, eat more vegetables, start working out, go into the gym, do some sibs, do some squats, do some stretches, whatever it is. Change my diet, eliminate this, eliminate that. So you're going to come up with better quality answers. So ask a quality question, you get a quality answer. Now, why do I bring this up? Because indeed, like I said, the quality of our questions determine the quality and the happiness that we're going to experience. Because if we ask bad questions, we're going to get bad answers. We ask bad questions of... Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Others, we're going to get bad answers. If you don't ask the right question, you'll, you may not get the right answer. You may get the answer that you want. Oftentimes, you don't. Oftentimes you don't, because again, what you ask for is what you get in life. And if you don't ask, oftentimes you don't get, right? But if you don't ask, you don't get. If you don't seek, you won't find. You may stumble on something, but oftentimes you don't stumble on anything. It's what you seek is what you find, whether good or bad. And sometimes we find bad along along the journey of finding the good. And oftentimes we need to find the bad to be able to perhaps recognize the good. So the questions are, see you boys. Sorry, boys are off to school. Uh, so the questions that we ask are really powerful. And all of this to set up what we were talking about last night. We all have a question that we ask ourselves all the time. Even if you don't think of it, you ask this question of yourself all the time. And likely it's a question that you framed and you've set up as a child because of some action, because of some belief system that was instilled in you, because of some experience, good or bad, we're shaped by our life experiences. So the question that we ask oftentimes go back to when we were a child and just about, just about if not 100% of things that you do kind of go through this filter of this question. That's how powerful this question is. Now, I don't know, and I'd love to see a showing of hands. Is there anyone going through Date with Destiny right now, actively today, this, this weekend, and is a little nuts like me and, and is, you know, up four hours later? 
Okay, I don't know if there is or in the audience. I'd be just curious to see. Uh, inevitably, uh, you know what? Show of hands, who's been through Date with Destiny? If somebody can just, you know, flash your mics. Okay, Dora, awesome. Uh, Jenny, looks like you've been too. Who else? As I go up and down this screen. Wow, we have a big stage. Pastor Jeff, awesome. Who else? Okay, I'm sure that's it. Good night, buddy. Uh, I mean, have a great day. Uh, so, Date with Destiny is, an, is a powerful is a powerful event. So, the the sorry, just got distracted. So my kids are walking out the door. Um, the primary question. The primary question is so important because again, it's like a filter that we we run everything through. And while right now, possibly you're saying, I, I don't know, I don't have a primary question. Well, let's kind of just walk through this. Because it is this important, because the question we ask, right, determines what it is that we experience. It determines the quality of our life. And I'm going to throw out a couple of questions that are usually standard answers, because I've now, this is, I don't even know, my 15th day with destiny. I'm not even sure, 15, 16, 17, just a bunch of them. Uh, obviously I attended twice as a participant. I've crewed a couple. I went a couple of senior leader and I've been blessed to be at the last, I don't know, seven or whatever it is as a trainer, six, perhaps as a trainer. I'm not even sure. It's been a while. So many people, when the question comes in is, and actually I'd like, is anybody willing to, 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 to kind of play along here or just not play along for the whole thing. Just give me an idea, especially those of you who have been through a date with destiny. What is your primary question? What was your primary question? If anybody, you know, wants to, 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 to flash your mic, uh, and go up and down the stage here. Who was that? I just heard something. Anybody in mic? triple J what's up, brother. Good morning. Going on my man. You doing all right this morning. I listen, if I was any better, I'd be triple J. Oh, you better, you better be somebody else, man. <laughs> no, um, man, you know, I, I guess I had that question, you know, even when, uh, I first started my, my journey with my, with my diabetes, it was, it was more like, you know, is, is, is this thing possible? You know, is it possible to be better? Is it possible to be healthier? You know, different things like that. And, it turned out to be so much more, man. <laughs> it really did. So what was your primary question? Because since I got you up there and we talked about that, we're, I'm, I'm going to see if I drill down with you a little bit. So go ahead. What What do you think your primary question actually was? When I live with Because this... that's a good question. Yeah, that question came up when you faced diabetes. I'm talking about primary. Primary being like the first question. That deep-rooted question. That... We don't even want to admit that we ask. Yeah. Angry with God. I was like, why me? Why this happened to me? Ooh, see, okay, now there, that is a primary question. <laughs> that is a primary question. Uh, I, was question. I was bitter, I was bitter, man. I was like, why why this happened to me, man? I, I come to church, I I serve you and you know, you know, even with my divorce, it was the same question. It was like, man, I'm over here trying to do right and and trying to be a good husband and be a father, and and it still didn't work out, man. You know why? You know, it's Triple J. Let me give you a different perspective. You know, when you say, you know, I had 
they bite diabetes, why me? And we'll go back to the primary question. But I just want to give you perspective on something. Why not you? What if it was one of your kids? Why not you? What if it was someone else that you love? Why not you? Why not me? You know, oftentimes we look at it. And again, it's how we ask the question. So I just thought I'd give you a different perspective on that. No, now, 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 now listen, Tony, that was <laughs> that was back then. I'm good now. But uh, I did ask that because I was I was like, you know, why? But I, I, I see that the, the things that I went through and I had to go through is helping other people now. Yes. And I, and I also see that I was built for this. <laughs> you know, I was given this because I could go through it and handle it. And it's really being something great for other people, not not me anymore. It's for other people. Awesome. Well, thanks for that. I appreciate it. Thanks for, for, for clarifying. I'm glad that you're doing well. So what you said, but you said something, why me? Now, that's more of a primary question. But if we drill down deep enough, and again, I opened up a bit of a Pandora's box because let's just say that Tony took about three hours to explain this yesterday. And I've got 30 minutes. Uh, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna cut, uh, cut a little bit. I'm gonna fast forward and cut to the, to the juice, I guess, to the juicy parts. And so, so many people, perhaps the question is why me? But when we drill down on most questions is, and you know, you don't, nobody's got to clap and respond, but by all means clap and respond if this resonates or if this is you, because I certainly know that it's me. Many people ask, Am I worthy? How, how can I keep myself safe? How, or how can I protect myself? Or why am I not good enough? Oof, man, that was mine. I just, it just hit me like a freaking animal. My, my skin just curled up, not curled up, but got the goosebumps. Why am I not good enough? And I, you know, it's, it's, that's probably one of the most common ones. Am I good enough? Am I worthy? Or why am I not good enough? Why am I not? You know, so many people, if you really think down through the way that we experience life, that's why sometimes we hit that quote unquote, that glass ceiling, because we're asking a limiting question. And this limiting question sometimes comes from our childhood. Maybe, maybe we didn't get that hug. Maybe we didn't get that 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 attention from the person that we really wanted not that we didn't get love and attention but perhaps we didn't get it from the person we most desired so we built a question around there am i not i must not be good enough i must not be worthy and if i'm not worthy and if i'm not good enough then why am i here and i know for a fact and you don't have to flash i know for a fact there's a bunch of us up on this stage that have gone through that. Otherwise, you know what, my friends? You wouldn't be up on this stage. You wouldn't have the story to share. You wouldn't have the story to tell. You wouldn't have the experience to teach because you didn't go through what you went through. So, you know, and I, and I talk about the people in the audience, of course, I mean, on the stage, of course, the people in the audience, it's the same thing. What is your primary question? And is it serving you? Or is it hurting you? Is it bringing you closer to what it is that you want? Or is it taking you further away? 
And oddly enough, sometimes that negative question actually gives you the, the juice to, 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 and, and the fuel to burn. Yet, for example, I had hate, I had anger and hate and, and so many things that was my fuel of choice for a long time. And I just wanted to prove people wrong. And I wanted to, so you can actually use that as fuel. But after a while, you know, you can't continue to consume the same fuel and expect to have happiness and joy in your life. So you've got to change that. And, you know, we change that by changing your primary question by, of course, by forgiveness, which I've, I've spoken about here before, by gratitude and everything else that comes with it. It's also by changing that primary question. And the primary question is so important because, again, it is a filter that ultimately it either starts through that filter or it ends through that filter. It starts through that filter and you back off. You're like, no, no, I don't belong in this room. I don't belong in this stage. Who the hell am I? Who am I to, to, to be on this stage with, with Stephen Kuhn and, or, 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 or with Leanne or, you know, who am I to be on this stage? Because you went through that filter, you never even took a step. And sometimes it's the thing that stops you midway. And sometimes it's the thing that keeps you from making that and taking that leap of faith. You say, I can't make it. I'm not strong enough. Who am I to think that I can take that leap? Who am I to think that I deserve this? So it's about asking a better question. And I'm going to really shortcut the hell out of this. <laughs> I hope, uh, you know, uh, are you guys tracking me, by the way, just flash your mics, as I know that sometimes, especially after sleeping four hours, I, I, uh, I, you know, I feel like I, I just babble on. So hopefully uh, you guys you're are tracking. slaying, bro. You're slaying. Awesome. Awesome. So thank you, Alex. Uh, so by changing that again, I'm, I'm giving you, you know, in 15 minutes, what we just went through about three hours. I'm shortcutting this because uh, I always look at ways of simplifying, taking the complex things into easy things because I need to do that for myself to understand because uh, I let's just say that I had a lot of, uh, I, by the way, sometimes you can have more than one question, but only one is going to be a primary question because, you know, we're so, we're so good and friendly to ourselves that we usually don't just have one question that's going to hurt us and beat the hell out of us, make us feel like crap and pull back and live in fear. We have like, we have several, we have, you know, we have an armory of this stuff, right? And ultimately it's only one primary question. It's only one question that you, you really come back to in everything. You live your life by this. And, Normally, this primary question, you know, it's because there's there's there must be a belief of extreme consequence. Like if I don't feel this, then I am not worthy. What's the consequence of your of your of your question? Right. That your primary question for you to really get down, uh, really drive down and figure out what that primary question is. You've got to get to the point that that question is like, holy shit. And it's even a little scary. And it's and you ask yourself, OK, if this doesn't happen. What happens to me? Who am I? And that'll usually lead you down. And if you're like, yeah, then, well, then I'm not, I'm not, I'm just not worthy. I'm not good enough. What am I doing here? I might as well not be alive. That's when you know you've hit your primary question. And again, I know that I'm, I'm giving you guys a lot in a short period of time. It's almost not fair for me to do this to you yet. I want to at least open up your mind to the idea of this primary question and of beginning to rewire it beginning to ask a better question because who you are today is no longer who you were when you went through those difficult moments because our primary question is shaped 
in those difficult moments. Our primary question is potentially decades old. It's the one you've been asking for the last 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, maybe even 83 years. Even though I would, uh, I would venture to say that Ginny uh, is well beyond, uh, um, you know, the point of. Uh, I would think from her, you know, through life experience, you you wind up living a different way and working around it. Yet many people get stuck in this primary question. That's why they live a life unhappy. It doesn't matter what happens, if it's good or bad. There's always seems to be bad and bad, and you know, they're that curmudgeon, that Scrooge that can't get through whatever it is. And that's because they have a crappy primary question. So I'm a man. Am I pushing up at the top of the hour? Uh, sorry, David, I'm going I'm to, I might have to borrow two or three minutes here to just finish up at least to finish up a thought. So I would ask you, what is a question that you can ask yourself that would empower you? What is a more empowering question? And it's the way we phrase these words that can really help shape our destiny and help shape the rest of our lives so that we can look at things with hope and faith and we can really start to believe in ourselves and know that we deserve better, that we are worthy. And perhaps it's just as simple as asking, maybe changing the question. And I really, I probably should have done this on an hour segment, not a half hour. So uh, my apologies if I'm going really fast here and I'm, uh, you know, there's going to be perhaps a lot of uh, more questions and answers uh, in your minds right now. Of course, you know, I'm happy to talk about this on another time. Maybe I'll even open up a specific uh, room for that topic. Is this, perhaps you can change it by saying, how can I appreciate even more all the magic of my life? How can I appreciate even more? So speak of things as if. How can I appreciate even more my connection with the divine? How can I appreciate even more the journey that has been my life? How can I appreciate even more? So just change the question because if you get down to, you know, to, 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 to a painful question, you can just rewire that so that Perhaps it needs to be exactly opposite of what you've been asking. But I just want to open, again, this morning I wanted you to open you to the awareness, because awareness is power. The awareness of this question that has been the driving force in your life, that has perhaps helped you get to where you go, to help you become that humble alpha. Right. Because there were questions. And, and Steve, I, you know, we not to get into a dialogue here because I'm already cutting into David's time. But even David. There's a primary question that led you to to get to where you were. Perhaps it's, you know, am I good enough? And perhaps the answer is F that damn right. I am. Am I worthy? Damn right. I am. Perhaps you're using yet. By changing the words to make it that much easier, because we as humans tend to make things difficult and understand that we will do more to avoid pain than we will to gain pleasure. So if at some point saying, am I worthy? You step back because you're afraid of the answer. You're afraid of hearing no. So you don't step forward. You don't take that leap of faith. Am I good enough? And because you're afraid of the answer on the other side, you're afraid that the answer is going to be no. You pull back and you don't make that call. You don't ask her out. You don't make that decision. You don't grab life big. And you continue to play small because you're afraid of the answer. So what is your primary question? Coming to that realization of what it might be is the first step 
in being able to rewire it to change it so that you can perhaps experience life in a different way. Perhaps it's easier to walk in faith. It's easier to take that leap of action. So I would just encourage you to look at that. And perhaps it's about saying, how can I appreciate even more the beauty in my life? How can I appreciate even more the challenges that are put before me? How can I appreciate even more the lessons that I've learned? How can I appreciate even more God's grace? How can I appreciate even more the love and connection? So with that, I am going to button up. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.